0: Friends. Ah, that we are, David. And hold hands. No. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It's uh, Footy and Frothies into our season reviews as we get stuck into the lower half of the top eight. And as I said off air, what an odd little bunch of teams we are got to talk about yeah, tonight. Uh, might as well get stuck into it, eh? Done the small talk. We'll kick off with the Raiders who managed to finish in the top eight uh, despite of your minus 137 points differential, despite uh, being third last on the try scored and despite being third on the most conceded try list. Yes. uh, You can also tell us other baffling stats and uh, we'll prognosticate on how they um, did it.
1: Yeah, dragged themselves kicking and screaming into eighth. Um, 13 wins, 11 losses. Minus 137 for and against, as you mentioned. Uh, 13th on points f- scored with 514, which was an average of 20 points a game. And 653 conceded, which was an average of conceding 26 points a game. Um, oh, mate, yeah, there's so many stats here that... Like, when you go through realistically, those stats, they should have finished 13th. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with some of this stuff. Um Handling errors, they were 12th, which is probably about where they should have finished the year, to be honest, on average with the handling errors. Um, penalties conceded, they were in the top four for penalties conceded every game. Um, ineffective tackles, they were they were good. Uh, they were 16th out of 17 teams, so that's one thing with a bit of discipline. And their errors, they were down in 12th as well. So that that's something to say about a bit of their discipline, which is probably part of what dragged them a long way to where they got to. Um, sixth on the list for forty twenties, so they, they kicked a couple of those. But um, big ones, for, big positives for them were their kick um, kick meters. They were third all over with kick meters, so that was Fogarty <laughs> dragging them, kicking and screaming down the other end of the field.
0: Under spoken about just how good Fogarty was this year for them, because yep. they don't win half these games without him. I don't, yeah. oh, definitely, they don't win the two Tigers games.
1: Yeah, and they're averaging yeah. near 600 meters a game off off his boot, which is massive. About you know it's changing that field position and uh, momentum in games. Um, tackles they made the fourth amount of tackles, so they, they you know they got through their work and did that kind of stuff. But all their attacking stats were way down the bottom of the list. Man, they like try assist fifteenth, line break assist sixteenth. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have here? Seventh in offloads, which is something. But, yeah, kick return metres, 15th. Running metres, 15th. So they were really making no
0: yeah. in way, uh, so headway through the and middle and of the stats field. can be used to prove anything. 73% of people know that, Barney. But <laughs> um, why? Like, well, why was this? How did they win so many games? And what do we, like, how do you well, assess lot, this season? A lot of them,
1: um, when you saw them win these kind of games, were opportunity opportunistic things for mine, the likes of um, a, a, a show-and-go from Whiten, which created points. A, yeah. a short grubber in behind the line from but Fogarty they, they, they for someone to, to dive on to.
0: I, I know they finished eighth, and it's very hard to fluke your way into eighth. Mm. But, like, you, you go back to No were the, up to third at one point. You go back to... Not that much they, they left They won of the two season. games off balls at Ricochet off the post. They mm-hmm. won a game... The Dragons game that they had that other... Um, Fogarty pulled something else out his ass in the last minute there, last couple of minutes. There was the other game where the Dragons were all over him and Ben Hunt just decided to to run a crash play off the last play instead of um, actually trying to win the game. They Um,
1: converted at 90%, which always helps. Um, You know, you turn him four into six a lot, which probably got him a couple of games where they they, uh, kick better than their opposition... Blokes like Tapané was doing a big bulk of the work through the middle of the field. He was fifth with um, post-contact metres. Tomoko was their best with um, tackle busts and things like that. He was, But he was still only 13th out of the whole thing. Their, their creative play was really, really poor compared to a lot of the teams in this competition, but they still managed to eke out points when they were needed. Uh, they yeah, were gritty yeah. and hung on and were... We were able to repel teams quite no, a bit. I think it
0: has to say the effort is what, what dragged them there. They um, they had those periods in just about every single game where they'll just go to sleep for a good 10, 15 minutes. Against every team, mm-hmm. and concede 12 or 16 points. And it, it, either, it cost them a couple and... It nearly cost them a few against the lower teams, where they then suddenly just snapped back into the, it.
1: The middles held pretty strong, for a big part of the year. That was probably one of their biggest positives was the middle. Well, their, the, the rise of their back Corey rowers Horsburgh and their front to, rowers was just
0: about the the story of the year for him yeah. He became an elite, elite Origin level rower, right. um, yep. middle, whether absolutely in, um, with the back of the scrum or the front. But
1: in there, Papali'i was good when he wasn't. When he was on the field, he, he copped a few injuries during the year, and they're. Uh, Elliot Whitehead probably had the best year he's had for since yes. he's been here. Yep. And then you throw in Hudson Young, who just works his backside out every weekend. Yeah, when week and you, when, good, when, you, when you list those, those good hard five lines. blokes,
0: when we just spoke about on our Grand Final Review show, the sort Ford of packs. lack yep. of forward packs, this is, it, it, it's a top eight Ford pack, yep. realistically. They're not adding a great deal to it, but it, it's realistically a decent enough forward pack. Um, yeah, when... Uh, the fines, the, the thing, you, you, it's it's effort players that drag this team through. Uh, Jordan Ruppener, always 110% whether you love him or hate him. You know what you're getting. Yep. Uh, Horsburgh's the same. Uh, those The two props are the same. Emre Gula had a good season, actually. He did. Uh, yeah, had a very good season. And Tomoko was one of the fines of the season for him. A, a beast of a. Yeah, he went on a run edge. of about eight um, games where he you, was. You get into the season pretty
1: quiet, but he was. Breaking tackles and scoring yeah. tries quite a bit. Um, you throw Hudson Young in there, who worked his. Um backside out, as I said, always there to make it pretty physical in defence and with the ball in the hand. Yeah. So it was uh, definitely one of their standouts. Um, Fogarty, we have mentioned, was a standout for this side as well. He was by far their most creative player uh, in with the ball in hand. Some positives, I think Trey Mooney's won. Again, probably didn't get as many games as I expected him to get this year. But um, towards the back end of the year, he was doing some very good things for the Canberra side. Got a bit of an offload about him. He's a big enough, boy. Um, some more minutes into him will help. As uh, Seb Chris went okay at fullback when he was there. Um, did you know? Quick enough. Probably folds back he, into that centre position now.
0: He is there, Jake Avrilllo. Mm-hmm. Not as fast, but like you don't know what he is, but he brings something to the table. And if they, but if they're going to send preseason, I think nobody really talked about him playing five eight because he's got no
1: halves. Yep. Um, Maybe it's not the worst thing. White and going, yeah. No. Albert Hopaware, I thought, was a positive. I mm-hmm. thought he was very good, especially at the back end of the year when given a chance. And um, Emre Gula, one that you mentioned. A few question marks, and it's all, most of it for mine is around that bench rotation. The likes yeah. of um, uh, Pale Solo, uh, Mariota, Whitehead, while he's had the best year he's had, you know that he may not, you know, the, you look at what he did last year compared to this year, he could. He was missing tackles left front and centre last year. So yeah. if he falls back into that, it could be a question mark he around him. Also
0: produced some of the most creative stuff I've seen from him. Yeah, he had some really off, nice uh, offloads. Beautiful close to line. Short passing. Uh,
1: and a couple of nice touches. Busted a few uh, tackles he to
0: score. Really uh, actually went up a
1: lot in my estimation this Massively. year. Massively. And Starling for mine is still a, a big question I was about mark. To say,
0: from where he was two years ago, we thought he's almost, I won't say something stupid like original, but he was. Well, they still like him because being, he's got that bit of extra acceleration. Yeah, but he's heading towards being that next, yeah. you know, that X factor. And well, I thought he would have taken the,
1: the dummy half position, but yeah. Wolford's yeah. ended up going in there. He's a much more robust player. And, I think that and, feel like they've a actually nine. gone out and found another hooker
0: too.
1: But um, Starling really seemed to lack that running impact that he ha- he's had in previous years. Yeah, and, you know, There was a game here or there where he sort of blew it open, but there's, um, yeah, there's some question marks about his return next year. So what What does next year hold?
0: Are we just going to get the same? Like, they could finish anywhere from 14th to 8th. Yep. Uh, and nothing changes. Like, no. they're, they're losing Whiten. He was yes. an X Factor,
1: but... I don't think they keep wrapping her at fullback, um, th- even I th- though he was quite good well, there. At it the seems back like end Savage is on the nose.
0: Yeah. Th- they really need a spine. Like, they're a club that needs two... A six and a one. A six yeah, and a 100%. one. Where the Seb
1: Chris... Seb Chris will fill one of them.
0: I don't know which one. Maybe yeah. six and maybe Ruppen try. And might and stay and there for being the
1: Hopalade onto a wing. Um, yeah, full time.
0: But they beyond that, their hope is going to be getting down and dirty and grinding out what they do. Uh, it's a frustrating team because I, you know, did have a bet and I think it was Dan right in and tell me your PayPal details to send you the money. I had a dollar bet that I'd finish lower than uh, seventh. No, no, no you seventh, won it. I won it. it. Yeah, seventh, mate, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> 7th <laughs> um, to higher yeah. you, you won it you won yeah, it in the last actually. week in the
1: show the Sharks got you home yeah. in the last week of the where's my <laughs> fucking hundred dollars <laughs> um, but the, some of these guys like um, Solo and Mariota could fill those positions and really turn into some explosive back row play um, with Trey Mooney but um, it really depends how they develop between now and next year so they're the hope of them being able to maybe cement a spot in that six, seven, eighth position if they really kick on but yeah, there's too many question marks for mine. I think they may even slide out of the eight again next year. Yeah. When you don't know why they're in the eight. Especially the with White, um, It's
0: hard, to, it's hard yeah. to then say why they should be in eight again when you're already... Yeah. What's improving? Whiten's well, no, going, yeah, you're going to rely on the these track, young
1: guys so. jumping up another level and really adding some extra um, creativity around the outside back, uh, the oh, back rowers um, in this call. They
0: got that New South Wales halfback, Sanders. Yes. He had the game. He didn't have a particularly good game because he just shoved at the centre. But uh, he's got spruik about him. And yep. he was good in now the 19s uh, game. So I guess they're pinning hopes on him for six, I yep. think. Chris Sanders, is it? Something like that. Uh, anyway. But interesting one, They, um, I feel like, I feel like it's the same area of Canberra, but they're, <laughs> going to be, they're going to be the gatekeepers again. People don't like to hear it, but they're going to be the ones that teams. The other thing is they were particularly lucky with the draw. They played all the
1: bottom four they twice. Did. They seem to have a, a pretty yeah. um, pretty productive draw. And the the way that some of the teams fell away around them, like Souths could have easily taken their spot. Cowboys could have easily taken yeah, their spot. Parramatta could have easily taken their have, spot. Could have, should have, yeah. But they all just fell away at the back end of the year, yeah, so whereas um, Canberra didn't. They stuck on. So. They don't have an extension
0: No, apparently not. Anyway, yeah, if really? you're listening on uh, – or oh, if you're watching on YouTube, apologies for the lack of video, we've uh, – run the battery packs dry somehow, but anyway, all good, you uh, get to see the cool little graphic pop up and down with some sort of photo, I imagine by then, so stick around and we'll see if we can talk some sort of sense as we talk about the Roosters here, who finished seventh for the season, uh, on the back of us both tipping them to win the comp this year, but um, do you want to have a quick touch on the stats and then we'll see what went wrong?
1: I actually tipped the Cowboys to win the comp. Would you? I I tipped the Roosters to finish top two, I think it was. So that didn't work out either. But um, 13 wins, 11 losses, Uh, exactly the same as the Raiders, obviously minus 24 for and against. Average of 19 points conceded each game. Uh, Sorry, scored each game and 20 conceded every game. 75% completion, which was down near the bottom for uh, the entire competition. I think they were down around 15th. Penalties conceded, first. (laughs) He gave away more penalties than any other team in the competition. Average of six and a half a game. Um, Ineffective tackles, third. Errors, second. Um, Not a lot of good reading for Roosters fans in these stats, to be honest. Um, Attacking stats all down below where they should have been. Um, Line break assist, 12th. Try assist, 14th. Um, they were first in tackles made, so that probably had a lot to do with them dropping well, the, the ball all the time and well, giving away penalties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they did have to have the best goal line defence because they just kept giving the ball back to the opposition. But, um, get that? Uh, no, sorry, they had the worst set completion in the entire competition. Um, time in possession goes exactly with that as well. Last uh, line breaks, 13th. There was not a lot going on for them. They they were third in field goals, which was <laughs> something. 13th in tries, 13, 15th in points. Like They could not score a try to start this year. I Oh, sorry, the first couple of games are going all right, uh, apart from their loss to the Dolphins in the first week. But they, they, they got a couple of games away early. But there was a big stage for probably 10 or 12 weeks where they just did not look like they could score a try to save their life. All right, we've salvaged the video. Somehow this will work,
0: (laughs) Uh, thanks to the iPhone. But uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. so
1: we'll just get back to... um, Basically, they're in the bottom four for all attacking stats in the competition. Line break assist, tries scored, points scored. um, Which really is going to kill off your season pretty quickly, realistically. They did an amazing effort from going from where they were to... Managing to make the eight. I thought there were no chance. Um, (laughs) Coming into the back, what, six or seven weeks of this competition. Yeah. They had to put, what was it, six or seven games together to to manage to fall into the bottom of this eight. And, um, yeah, they did it fantastically well to get there. Um, There's a couple of um, individual stats which sort of belie the the attacking stats that they put out. Look, Teddy was their top try scorer with 11 tries, which is obviously (laughs) – that just adds up to everything that they were saying. But – like Kiri was tenth with try assists with nineteen, so he was doing a fair a fair job there. Um, Manu was made plenty of tackle tackle busts. Um, But yeah, the the kick metres were down, line break assists were were okay individually with Cleary with 20, but there was nobody else helping him out with being able to put people away to score tries. It seemed to come down to individual efforts from the likes of Manu and Suwali or Tupu jumping over the top of people to score tries or a a forward barging over.
0: I think that the the story of their season was it took them three months to even work out what their game plan was. Uh, 100%. And... When roosters aren't playing well, it's just uh, they end up. It's just Teddy boxed in a corner, go shift shift shift, and then Teddy chimes in and goes, "Oh shit! Now I'm getting it tackled or busted in touch." Mm-hmm. And that's how it worked. When um, when Walker got dropped, there was yes. a bit more clarity because I think they just basically came back and said, "Right, Kiri's going to run the show. Let's simplify." He's going to be running
1: five and, um, yeah.
0: and and that's when they started to come good. But uh, they. Uh, really came good The back in this year was when they got all their outside backs back and just made them go to work. Got yes. them involved and said, well, we've got, you know, star started back help you Yeah, then go and roll your sleeves up and work hard. Uh, and I guess it's a story of uh, a lot of teams either do roll their sleeves up and work hard or like mm-hmm. yourselves of the world, don't. And um, that really changed their fortunes. They had a bit more clarity. Walker came back in and then at the time he was injected back in, had some very nice attacking yep. uh, input, uh, picking his spots well, and uh, and Tedesco tapped out a little bit. And,
1: just... and the discipline did pick up quite a bit towards the back end of the year. As I said, they were top; they made the most tackles, but they were only mid-range for missing tackles. So, you know that that really helps when you're you're not missing that many compared to what you're making. Um, their run meters seemed to pick up towards the back end of the year, but they they were six for tackle busts, which sort of you know. Meant they were getting through the getting through the line, but they just there was nothing sort of happening at the back after there was no um, connection after that to mm. to lead to points. So. I think but th- I think that was just they were so bad early that it was a long way to get their stats back up because they, yeah, their attack yeah. was pretty good
0: towards the back. What yeah, six weeks of for the last years, six so. weeks, I think that coincided with everyone falling in line. The other thing it coincided with it, it said coincide a lot there, but um the other Lindsay thing is that Collins. um. Ooh. They all ca- this half this squad or more came off abbreviated preseason. Yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. The more I think about World this Cups. season, the more I think that this has had a bit to do with a few other teams as well. Mm-hmm. They had no chance to get any momentum together, yep. uh, and between cheating, you had a new hooker, um, yeah, Tedesco coming back, and then he was arrested on top of that. Manu was injured a lot as well. Um, it's hard to get going. Mm. And, and and I think they tried, they, they tried to take cheese out of his. Let's go from that first. But they tried to take cheese out of his box. They're going to tell him that his is eighty minute hooker is going to be, Dist- basically going to become Harry Graham, and yeah. that's not him. That's not him. And I think the last month when they realised, let's bring back bowling and cheese, yeah. is when they were at their best. And it, our whole thinking of them, how good he was going to be for him was going to be that direction because he'd drag the rest of them with him, and yeah. we saw that in the last. Month, yeah, uh, getting into weeks. the line and then promoting the ball yeah. for the forwards
1: in and, and around the and middle, and just getting under yeah.
0: burrowing th- like having that 20 meter run where he just burrows through two defenders and scores. Yeah. And 100%. Uh, and that drag, I think, once they realized, okay, he's not going to, he's you know, and, and it's like a lot of these, are like next year, I, I'm very interested sure with Spencer Lenny, whether he's just going there as a bench forward, whether they're going to try and make him into the next Jared, where I'm sure he's capable of a good 60 minutes, but is he better off left in his box? What, you know. Uh, Those sort of things, I think once... And obviously, Trent Robinson isn't an idiot. um, Once he
1: went back to their strength, that's when they came good. Yeah, well, um, you look at a couple of individual things here. Teddy was fourth in kick-return metres, so he was doing his job uh, on on kick-return, obviously. Handling errors, they didn't have anyone inside the top 43. Like, Suali was the 43rd player. So, you know, there's some discipline there with the way that they hold on to the ball. Um, Just weren't able to do a great deal with it after that. Um, Errors, again, they top 25. There was from every other team before you got to a rooster. So, there's still a lot of discipline in around the way they held the ball. They just um, probably weren't as creative as you've seen them in previous years. So the the definitely doesn't help when you drop your half back for half the season. No, but the other story of their season was their red
0: their red zone defense. Oh, and sorry, but I
1: missed that butcher.
0: No, top tackler by the end of the
1: year he and was, second on a averages. Thousand, it
0: was like a thousand tackles something. Yeah. Wasn't it?
1: And he was good with the ball in his hand too. He was he was probably their best. Him and Lindsay Collins were easily their two best forwards for the entirety yeah. of the season. So so. Nine hundred and
0: seventy seven tackles for the year. Uh, they. Their goal line defence was phenomenal in games, like absolutely. I was in awe of it sometimes. Where they, their trust in each other, um, and it statistically is better than Penrith's. They, they stayed in games where they're happy to defend for twenty minutes at a time, where they had yeah. nothing else to offer. But their cover. I don't know if they were happy to do it. No, but <laughs> their they got up and through did it. <laughs> it. Uh, and to the point where I actually would have been so interested to see. And I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting, but would have loved to have seen what they could have brought to the table against Penrith. Instead Mm -hmm. of what Melbourne were going to bring to... Melbourne are always going to get blown away in that prelim final. And I think Roosters, I don't think they would have won, but they would have brought a toughness there that Pennefro had to overcome.
1: Yeah, and if they had been numbered to jag a couple of those games earlier in the year, they might have had an easier run in the finals where their defence wasn't as good as it was at the back end of this year. Mm -hmm. But there was probably three out of those last six or seven games they won were just... Them turning the opposition away that many times, the opposition got you st- got stupid yeah, and started absolutely. doing stif- trying everything well, was it they the possibly Cowboys could. Cowboys game, was game, game the as well, Sharks game as well that they did to the Sharks in the semi final. Um, they just continually turn the opposition away, and you get to the point where you, they start getting desperate. They don't know what they got to do to get through this defensive line, and and uh, the attack starts to fall apart. <laughs> so. Yeah, they
0: um, uh, of all the teams, I think. You can forgive a little bit this year, and I think they're the one. They're the biggest improvers next year.
1: World Cup did a bit of a number. World on. Cup
0: did plus injuries. Uh, you lose. They yeah. had constant injuries throughout the year. Angus Crichton was isn't with us. Shadow of himself. Yeah. Yeah. But if they get him right with a pre again, gets a pre uh stays healthy. Uh, a rugby union's pulled their offer, so he's
1: going to be at the year. They've got next some exciting year. back rowers coming and through. Say, too.
0: Um, they've unearthed. Some very, very good ones in Terrell. or oh, front row in mate. I We'll just
1: quickly go through what I've yeah. got here. Standouts were obviously Tedesco, especially at the back end of the year with Kiri when they got their, got their shit together. Collins, uh, Collins, Nat Butcher, you've got to throw in Manu and Suwali. They were terrific at different times during the year, and they never really sort of wavered too badly. Um, Soali, it's low start, but Manu was always good yeah. battling through injuries. The quite the games they yeah. had were
0: a victim of the team get Game shut plan out. and also yeah. just but when they actively went looking for work, they were tremendous in the back end of the
1: year. Daniel Tupu was a positive. He always is. He yeah. always adds something to this side. Um, Sia Wong and Terrell May are uh, outstanding They've prospects going forward very, very into good next ones, year. There. You can throw Egan Butcher in there, but I think you said he was moving on, didn't you? Going, going no, somewhere Fletcher else? Baker's uh, Fletcher going Brisbane. Bakers. Well, he was one of my question marks, so that's probably not a bad thing. But, yeah, Egan Butcher was very good at different times of the year. And um, young Sandon Smith's probably yeah. something that they, can, they work on. I don't know how they squeeze him into this team, whether he ends up taking Drew Hutchinson's position in that sort of Who had utility a role. But he had a fantastic year as he was well. fantastic. Yep. Um, and, yeah, question marks around how they use cheese next year and whether they, they've they got the blueprint now, so hopefully he's a positive well, rather I than a negative.
0: finding san and Smith, that'll be the answer. Yep. He'll, um, he'll become
1: Harry Grant for them. Crichton's a massive question mark uh, with how he's going to come very, back well, into next he season.
0: Was all but go, he was going to rugby. Yep. Um, rugby's been. So I assume he's on the mark. I assume if someone rings. Or Tigers Fletcher Baker. Um, And offers um, him 600. He might be up for grabs. And Corey Allen. I can't see him staying at the Roosters. And Paulo's going to Manly. Uh, So, yeah, but they'll offload them. And they're getting... So, next year, you're getting Spencer Lenu in. He's going to, you know, offer that. And Dom Young. Arguably the best winger in the game. So, they're not struggling. No. They get another year out of Swale. They get another year out of Tupo. They get another year out of... um,
1: Crichton keep, can play off the bench and do,
0: and do his job for a bit. If they get Crichton right... Well, Wong and May. Um, yeah. That's a scary prospect. I, I uh, More I think of it, it's a little bit bullish on Rooster's prospects next year if they get everything right from the start. And I think I, I, I'm going to have faith in Trent Robertson and say he's too smart not to. If we can work it out, <laughs> you think he's half a chance. So I, I think they're top four next year. I think they bounce back. And, and in, in a world where we're, we're trying to Fine forward packs. They've got one. We're yeah. truly got one. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, if they're house fire, they
1: Got some exciting win. young fellas coming through. Um, Tupanua. What ended up happening with him? Uh, he's still there. He's, yeah. He was injured again. I think he's just been benched. He's another one with the question marks around him, whether he comes back into this team or ends up being a bench player or a Reggie <laughs> at the back end of next ends year. Ends up with the Dragons. I reckon ends up with the Dragons possibly. next year. And
0: he's probably fine. Someone like that is who, if you're Shane Flanagan... You know Roosters oh, are the least these
1: players. You, you, that's where you need to look. Going and it gives low. them a target on an edge, which they don't really or have. Or an Angus. In you know, that if you're
0: Shane Flanagan, you're almost going and throw money Angus. Grab Dryden. them both. <laughs> so you will spend it, we'll spend 900, maybe a million bucks, but you're going to get... Give them two target players that run exactly. a pretty good line on and an edge. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's how you're going to look at it. If, if you're Flanagan. Uh, if, uh, probably more Flanagan. No, none of the other teams really have a lot to spend. Bulldogs have done their dough a little bit. But that's what I'd be thinking. Anyway, both and both definitely worth grabbing, yep. um, but uh, we'll preview that down the road. Sharks are up next, and uh, I guess the theme as is and has always been their inability to knock off top four teams. Uh, I think they beat one or year. and or top eight teams even. But you got to say, did you find them disappointing this year, or you got what you expected?
1: Uh kind of what I expected. I. By the end of the year, where they finish is pretty much where they deserve to finish, I think. Um, it's that sixth position and they were never really going to be a huge threat in the finals. They might have had one good game in them and they put up a pretty decent showing against the Roosters but just couldn't find an enough points, which is uh, concerning considering uh, they were top of the pops for all, pretty much all the attacking stats going through the entirety of the year. Um, 14 wins, 10 losses, a four and against of a positive 122. Fourth with points uh, 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 Sorry, points scored, they, they ran fourth with an average of 25 points a game. And they averaged 20 points against them. Completion rate was a big one. They finished 11th, which was never good. Handling errors third overall with an average of nine handling errors a game. Penalty conceded, middle of the road. Ineffective tackles, middle of the road. First for errors. Like that's just what they made errors and uh, missed too many tackles compared to what they were they were putting out. But you look at line break assists, they were second. Try assists, they were first. Um, kick return meters, they ran second. Run meters, they ran second. How can you be? How can you be <laughs> first in try assist but not first in tries? Surely someone's assisting most tries. No, that's average points against. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, they're, they're on averages as well, not totals, because okay, right. I, cause I thought generally averages work out better compared, than to, try. Com, compared, compared to totals. Okay. Because there's teams that play more games than when going into the finals, because these stats are updated all the way through oh, the they're finals. Right through finals. Fair enough, Carry yeah. on. So I went with the averages because there. He, you um, sexy little mathematician. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> but yeah, line break assist, second try assist, first with four a game. They were equal with Brisbane, actually. Brisbane had four as well, but the end of the. End of that um, kick return meters second from Kennedy, who missed what four or five games at the back end of the year, so he could have even been up there with Edwards if he kept playing for the rest of the year. Tackle busts they were fourth, but then you get into penalties conceded they ran third. Um, line breaks they were second. Like everything was positive in the attacking stats, but the errors given errors given away, penalties conceded, and ineffective and missed tackles were. What let them down at the back end of the year? Like
0: that's a storied season. Is their awful, awful defence at times? Like yeah. they they got so loose defense. at different times. Like teams ended that manly game where they got roped. There a few others where they make an error, give away they, a penalty, and, and then, then just want to walk over untouched. Tries. Like yeah. untouched, like Graham over here, and then the next closest bloke's over there, Shelley. And it's like the
1: middles were a bit disappointing for mine. Um, when is your leading run meters. Coming out of centre, I know Teleguy he did a lot had, of work
0: um, through the forwards. But Teleguy had shockingly good stats for a bloke that I don't think had a particularly great season. No.
1: Yeah, because it it's so many hit ups. He does. He does yeah. two two hit ups every set, so he's making run metres left, right, and centre. Um, line breaks. Ronaldo was first with thirty three. Hines was second uh, for for try assists. Tackle busts fifth. Katoa like. The, um. Their attacking stats were fine. Yeah. Like they had no issues scoring tries, especially against the lower yeah. teams. Obviously, they ran some, some ran some pretty big scores up against the lower teams. But they did consistently score three or four tries every single week, but they let in three as or four as well. So yeah. and when they did get when they were beaten in the middle of the field, they got comprehensively beaten by well, the yeah.
0: stats aside, but as yeah. a Sharks fan. How disappointed you were in this year? Did you expect better?
1: Yeah, um, there's some of the ones, the guys like Kafusi. I thought he'd come across from Parramatta. I expected a much better year out of him. Uh, Fanukan was injury ravaged, but still uh, probably on, a little bit down on what I thought he should have been producing. ULA, another one had a fair few injuries, but no nowhere near how good he was last year. You can throw Rudolph in there as someone that was pretty disappointing. The middles for there was Nakora and McGinnis really. Drag this forward pack through this year, yeah to be honest, with a bit of um sprinkling a bit of um Hazelton when he did get a go, and um Jack Williams, who were positives that had had pretty good seasons, but those big four they're their biggest four forwards in the middle of the field, yeah Kafusi Ueli, yeah. Finkin, and um Rudolph, and I thought they were poor for probably more of the it. season than what they were good yeah. so look they they biffed off Moylan.
0: Mm. and Randolph uh, Trindle I assume going to do that again next year so it's another point of attack and he was very good <coughs> every, every chance he got Braden Trindle was very good <laughs>
1: Moylan 13 penalties conceded he only played after season <laughs> he 25th in the list or whatever it was and however many handled and errors and fucking mistakes where he ran people into the ground I have no idea but um some yeah. standouts, obviously, Brayley Hines, Mulatalo, Ramian. Well, you know, don't don't just bash over that.
0: Blake Brayley, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, as good a service as you get. Tackles anyway. his backside and, off. He's a little uh, bit Did small, he lead so he the gets tackle off count in the Yes, in a he did. Uh, 1,004 tackles.
1: Yep, he did. Um, he also led the ineffective tackles as well, which <laughs> <laughs> means he gets bumped off a fair bit. But when you're making 1,000 tackles and you're only ineffective with 40 of them, it's probably not the worst yeah. in the world. Um yeah, Mulitalo, Ramian, Nakora, and McGuinness, they were—they were massive standouts. Like, McGuinness had the back end of the year; he was carrying his team. Like he was just continually causing problems in the middle of the field, and he's their smallest forward. Yeah. And the likes of Rudolph and Ueli weren't going with him. <laughs> you know, Hazelton went with him, and Nakora stays stuck to his edge. So does Williams. Um, but yeah, Ramian had a fantastic year. I thought looks very, um, very strong, very fit. Is always good for a tackle bust and changing angles back through the middle of the field. Um, Katoa had a pretty decent year. Tracy's an interesting one, what they do with well, him, f- especially with Kennedy long, coming they, back.
0: They found Connor Tracy, and he completely changed their attack. He straightened them up um, much more. Like they relied, not that they were struggling with Kennedy at the back. No, but. of course not, but they relied on that sweet play with uh, Barbara Kennedy chiming in, whereas Connor Tracy made it
1: much more direct, mm-hmm. physical I'd right. like to see him play centre and put Talakai back into the middle That's of the field. That's my next question. Right. What do you uh, do for just, him, do you... you... have to. Yeah, You have to. Whether he's... it's probably not a starting front rower either, but bring him on as that interchange front rower. There's give nothing wrong with getting... Minutes. I was
0: going to say, another one getting 50 yeah. minutes out of him off the bench. No. Just bring him on. And him. Bit
1: of impact. Yeah. yeah. He does have a, a handling error in him, but um, yeah, he's... Definitely something that's positive, but yeah, they they really need to rethink with their their big forwards in the middle there. I said oh. they were probably too short to start the year, and the fact that three or four of them didn't aim up either. They really they how had many, games where they got smacked in the middle would of the field. Your two starting props start for Rudolph would probably start for half of them, but half? the rest of them, not so sure. G- ULA might get a start in four or five of them, but I
0: don't think that's generous. I don't think. I don't think he, if you go through, even look through bottom, he would they last would, year. He would have last this year. year would have. Maybe well, yeah, if you, if you were not bottom any. up, they wouldn't start. This is start my point. at the dragons. They'd probably maybe start the, the dragons. That'll be about it. That's what I mean. Like yeah. you know, they're not starting in front of Clemmer clammer or Stefano. They're not starting Might at Cowboys. They're not starting. Might get us at run itself. Manly maybe. Manly, manly maybe. maybe. And South probably actually ironically, but. yeah. Yeah, that, and that's a concern. If, if I'm crowned, I'm looking to back Hazleton, but They But they need a first hit up front row. Oh, he was fantastic, so they, yeah, too. About so it. like get he him on the field, get him, get him out there starting, yeah. and get him up and going, and try and get him to 45, 50 minutes as a starting prop. Yeah. Um, Keep going with Braley. They're getting 80 minutes out of. You almost better. Off, and it's almost like, right, turn Fanookin into what Jake well, Graham's does gone now. Fanookin's now, his job is to be a prop you can going go out there, you're going to tackle your ass off and... Tackle. And, yeah. and it's going to be... You're, you're going to be our Jake Turbo. Again,
1: a space 13. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, build back. But, um, yeah, Braille is outstanding. I agree with you, I'd be playing Tracy in the centres. Uh, and they've got enough strike out there. The rest of it, you, Ramian, Ramian Katoa, Chitoa, Molotalo. Molotalo. Uh, they should be every bit as good as any other edges in the comp. And they need to get that. They need to be building around that. I think, but they are who they are. They're gonna, they're gonna keep being that six, seventh team for the near future. But well, their
1: wingers let their forwards have a bit of a, you know, a rest yeah. as well. So there's really yeah. no reason that they couldn't have up, stood up and had a bit more impact through the middle of the field. That's because right. generally, the first or second hit up was always Mulatalo or Katoa, or Telekoi. Yeah. So you only needed to have two hit ups in a set, like make them two good ones. Exactly, but
0: um, how optimistic are you?
1: Yeah, I don't. I can't see them uh, pushing into the top four. Um, I can't see them falling too far out of the eight either. But um, probably two or three positions either way for the next year yeah, or two. They really they, need to strengthen their middle.
0: Yeah, they need to probably go out and look at um, someone like a Sipley, even if you're looking, you know, on that level. But or go and find a real big gun from another. Yeah. yeah. From somewhere else. But they're not, they're not really big gun choppers, are they? <laughs> they just chug along in their lane, don't they, Colonel?
1: If they can get Ueli back to where he was last year and Rudolph back to where he was last year, then they're at half a shot. But they still need another one or two to go with them. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's it. Yeah, and, and uh, a defensive coach.
0: And uh, <laughs> we get to the Knights who were uh, one of the... It'll be forgotten in the echelons of time, but mm. probably the story of the season is Newcastle Knights. We had them... We had the first coach sacked O'Brien. We had uh, them right down the bottom, and they couldn't do this, that, and the other. And uh, they went on an 11, sh- 11 run
1: streak there, Barn. And well, he was were pretty. He pretty around. much said himself that he was going to get the sack yeah. <laughs> until till it all just turned around in a in a um, <laughs> in a blink of the eye. Uh, Fourteen wins, one draw, nine losses, one hundred and seventy five points uh, positive in their for and against. Average twenty five points four and nineteen against. Completion rate, they were 10th. Handling errors, 10th. A lot of their stats were mid-range uh, throughout the year. They were good with ineffective tackles and um, being 15th. But their um, errors, they were 6th. But The big talking point was the back end of the year where they really went on a, a point-scoring spree and were just putting <laughs> points on left, yeah. right and centre, scoring tries at will breaking breaking line uh breaking the line consistently 7th in uh kick return meters 6 for running meters which was an interesting one for mine because I think, didn't Miles you I lead the whole all, running meters in the yeah, comp yeah uh, a lot of that must have come from their outside backs because their forwards are pretty dreadful at different times yeah. during the year um tackle bus they were second line break assist they were third tackle uh, try assist fourth so that really points to them being able to Put points on at will, especially towards the back end of this year. Um, some of the individual ones. Ponga was around the 15th for points with goals and tries and whatever. Dominic Young first with tries scored and Mazu was fourth. So you got two in the top five for yeah. tries scored and that's both of your wingers. There's 20, uh, what's that, 47 tries between them. <laughs> it's not a bad year. <laughs> Line breaks. Young with 32 was second. Mazu. Post-contact meters sixth overall in the entire competition. When you look at the likes of Haas, yeah. <laughs>
0: Fenua, Blake. And he had the most Um, – didn't he have the most tackle busts? Yeah, first
1: in tackle yeah. bust, 177. Gay Guy was actually third with 148. Wow. And he did have a tremendous year. I, I remember speaking uh, – um, talking him up a few times during the year and I was getting a few quizzical looks and a couple of questions from people. I'm like – Go and have a look at what he's doing, man. Yeah. He's fucking causing all sorts of problems for his opposition. Like He's not scoring the tries, but the old, old mate outside, he was benefiting yeah, a lot yeah. from what he was doing. Um, kick meters was a funny one because Hastings was good when he was there, but obviously a few injuries, so they were down in 13th. But Ponga try assist, sixth. Long line break assist, fifth. So, he, yeah, obviously that really kicked it up towards the back end yeah. of the year. Gamble missed quite a few tackles, ended up sixth. But, um, yeah, it was Mazu, it was Young, it was Ponga that were just they, running they, past people they, they or can, over people. But it's funny. How, the
0: other thing I like about what O'Brien did with this team is they – He best in there too. He
1: had a terrific year. Yeah. The
0: other thing what I, that I liked about this team is that they adapted. Like at the start of the year, and I think I'm on record in like the third or fourth show we did this year, I said they've quickly become my favourite team to watch. And that was based off Lockie Miller. Yes. And then once that didn't quite go to plan, they weren't scared to just move Ponga back to fall back, and yep.
1: the rest is history. No, but Crossland in and around the halves and not make game, a tackle last well, that's year. that's right.
0: Like, literally, in this year where they got done by 40 in one of those, I think Manley put 40 or 50 on them. And then they and move they him made, into hooker and he, he tackles Parramatta. everything that moves. Yeah, sorry, he missed whatever it well, he got, was. He got hooked in that game against yes. Parra where they got wiped. And then... Now he's averaging 45, 50 tackles a game. Um, confidence is an amazing thing, and this is the living proof of it. Some of their, I'll go as far to say, they had the best left edge attack in the NRL this year at their best. Once they had um, Hastings, Fitzgibbon, uh, Ponga chiming in best, Yah, Young? Young's in that side, isn't he? Uh, no, Marzu's in that side. Um, yeah, it was best than on the left. Yeah, Gay the, guy and Young on they, the right. Um, that when they had that swing play, that was as good as anything Souths have done over the years, and it's better than what the Souths did this year. That's sure and certain. But um, that was incredible. They played, and some of their tries, even in that last, um, where they put, even when they put twenty on dragons in the last play, like their crisp ball work and um, the, everyone just being in the right spot and bodies in motion looked as good as anyone else in the comp and. Uh, that's kudos to them. It's kudos what they produced. Uh, I think I, I think I'd need to give kudos further, and I have to give it to Jackson Hastings, uh, adding that dynamic to the team in terms of a heart controlling half. Yep. And uh, and that was his job. They wanted to be a controlling half. He's controlling half. they not afraid was... to take a hit either. And like e- yeah, wasn't absolutely. just dishing the
1: ball off for the sake of that's not right. getting hit. Quite everyone
0: around him became better. Ponga looked like the best fullback in the game, on the back of space that Gamble created looked created there. Good. Tyson yes. Gamble uh, is an honest, tough tradesman. Uh, we know what he brings, but a bit of confidence in him. Um, his, tack- his defense stepped up. and Get him so- in the right yeah. spot one-on-one with someone. And he's, he's good at beating them. Yep. And he, how many tries did he score? Like, he would have scored a dozen tries this year mm-hmm. um, just through effort or being in the right spot or ricocheted bombs or grubbers that have bounced up to the right time. Yep. <laughs> just always there.
1: Uh Young was right up there for errors, second in handling errors and errors. But when you score 25 tries, nobody really gives a shit, no, do they? Right. <laughs> you look at yeah. it, the bloke who led it in, uh, in uh, Reese Walsh, and he was just setting up tries exactly. and scoring them. So nobody really cares if you keep putting points on the ball. <laughs> 100%. And, I, and the thing
0: is, like, as we've said with um, all the wingers you have wrapped this year, he had a lot of work doing a lot of that. Mm. A lot oh, of them were, them. were yeah. beating blokes 2-on-1, 1-on-1. One on one. And running 40 metres,
1: or doing backflips and front yeah. flips, and not one player inside the top 50 for ineffective tackles. Wow! So that says something about obviously yeah. their first-up contact in defence, which yep. is probably something that got them, you know, back into the the fight at the back end of the year. Yeah. So they're not getting bumped off <laughs> as often as some of them. Standouts, obviously, Ponga, uh, Delian, Winner, throw in Hastings, Best, Mazu, Young, and Gay guy. All the ones that we just mentioned there <laughs> through yep. the run-through. Uh, some positives. I thought um, Adam Elliott was a, definitely a positive for him, and can be even more of a positive next year, depending on how they use him. Gamble, um, Fitzgibbon, who was very good at yeah. different times during this year. Jacob Ciafidi, um I thought Daniel was pretty poor this year, but Jacob did a pretty good job most of the time. And Dylan Lucas is a massive well upside. They've they,
0: actually unearthed a couple of Dylan Lucas, yeah. who's um, you know uh, the next workhorse in waiting, and Leo Thompson. Who, Leo Thompson. Uh, Came he's been there or thereabouts but just seasoned and yep. became a real, like overtook very physically He as the yep. starting front rower, and deservedly so. Um seeing them how all I guess it's that old thing they say was it fifty first grade games and then you generally with the front rowers going yeah. on and that's what happened. He was he, he was
1: fantastic this year. Um, um yeah, question marks around Daniel. I, I thought he had a very poor year considering he where he came from last year. year. Um, Adam Clune was good at different times when he's there, but where where his spot is in this team, I'm not sure. Or well, not anymore. Yeah, cause um, just brought in Cogger. Ah, uh, yeah, true. Um, Hetherington, and, big um, question marks on Hetherington.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's he'll be in for next year. Um, <laughs> and, and and they get their hooker back. <laughs> They've done the last two years without Jaden Bray. Yeah, well.
1: yeah, if if they can keep him on the field. Yeah. And Tuwala, yeah, he's, he's a, another one. He was he actually went okay last oh. year, but um. I, don't, I can't see him fitting into but this team next year. I'm
0: surprised you see it like they got, they got offloaded a couple last year, but yeah. yeah see, uh, there is one next year four next year. Um, in that, a little bit what you see is what you're going to get. But um, they've offloaded Lockie Miller, who's off to probably win Man of Steel. Yes, and Jack Cogger coming in is going to, I assume, be cover. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he could easily start at six, but I don't think he could rightfully do that to.
1: No, I'd gamble. say Gamble probably gets um, first shot at
0: that. Th- they are this year's Cowboys in that if they, they could fall off a cliff and it all go to shit and they finish 12th. Yep. Or they can be, if they keep their shit together and they stand and the field, they've got pace. Oh, I am fucking
1: forgot Frizzell. Frizzell had a fucking brilliant year. So, yeah, you back they've him up a, again. They got, they've got a full Elliot. pack.
0: They, got pay, they lose Young, which is a big loss, so they need to find a winger. I think they have. They need a little bit of size yeah.
1: in the middle. Like Jacob's still there. They probably need another out and out front rower just yeah. to come in after Thompson and Siafidi. Yeah, if could be get, Daniel if they I can get, say him you up get up Daniel again. going. You
0: know he does the job. Um, but the, the, they would be in a very comfortable spot thinking they've got plenty of upside next year. You would think year, so.
1: They, you would think that they would be going into next year going where top eight certs. Yes, or, and then. We go from there. If you even just a squad they have here, and you throw Bray, Jaden Brayley
0: back in, uh, and
1: but the best laid plans of mice and men,
0: of course. Uh, but kudos to, them. I think, I think they're they're just about the story of the season. That uh, I hope it keeps going for them. Hundred percent. Any else on any of these teams? Nope. Is there any of these four teams you want to buy stocks in for next year?
1: Yeah, well, Roosters and Knights would be the two that I'd be buying. The other two, I wouldn't be putting too much um, too much of my investments into.
0: Yeah, actually, that's what we might do next year. I don't. Next year, we might bring in a buy and sell. Every week, we've got to find some stocks in something. Yeah, it's a bit better than a salute and slap. Same shit, but worded nicer. <laughs> See ya. Uh, we just quickly because you've done the stats on through a lot of this and um, looked at these plays. Is there a sneaky like? Have you come across anyone that's like a under-the-radar sort of money ball player that you go, oh, I'm surprised by that? or do you, need a, do you need a week to think about that?
1: In the way of super coach or just as someone well, that like might you just general, jump like, out in, of but the ground? Like someone who just gone off, oh, shit. Like,
0: I, I, I'm not saying necessarily him, but I was surprised how good Talakai's stats were, for example. Yeah, 100%. But is there um, someone that maybe no one's taken notice of, you go, shit, he's... I don't again. think
1: Mazu probably got enough enough kudos no. for what he did. It isn't uh,
0: funny, the Titans didn't want him and he didn't even start there and look at what he's become now.
1: Like. Yeah, another one from Newcastle, Felix Crossland did amazing things. Yeah. Went, he completely turned his season around. and um, His defence just went through the roof considering what he was doing uh, previously. Yeah, uh, Munster had a pretty lean year. Yeah. If you're going to go looking for something like that, Jerome Hughes was their number one, and obviously we'll get to that. That we haven't got to them yet, but he was by far their standout, and um, I expect him to probably continue to be their their strongest player going into next year as well.
0: Yeah, um, but we'll get to them next week. Um, so yeah, so Marzi, you think's the
1: the way I, I can't see him going backwards. Yeah, he is that physical. Um, as long as he stays fit, I think he'll be in and around. Run meters, try scored, tackle busts for years to come. Yep. Fair no, call. cool. Uh, that's been our look through the bottom
0: half of the top eight this season. We'll be back next week with two shows. We're going to knock over the top four. And then we do have it looming, uh, the bold prediction show, that we will throw all the shit against the wall we can come up with and see who gets closest to the pin with uh, some waffly we'll stuff. go back and look at last year. That'll I'll go be Actually, I might do it tomorrow morning. I'll go back and listen and <laughs> see who won last year. There is a fabulous prize. Uh, I believe Ollie is returning because I think he's trying to claim victory already. So (laughs) I'll have to see about that. But um, that is the most fun we have all year. So looking forward to that. And uh, leave us some feedback on all the socials and on YouTube. And we'll talk soon, guys. See ya.